Welcome to the Bear With Us podcast. We we here. We're not back because we 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 been consistent. Actually. Yeah, well, I mean, more consistent than we were before. I mean, two two weeks back to back. Yo, we haven't had that happen since like before Christmas, definitely. Since before Thanksgiving, I think. Nah, nah, we had nah, two like one time. It don't really matter. But like, got, all right, so back to back in the same place. Yeah, no, that's been that, that oh, has happened since the summer. Yeah, like yeah. So we here. We here definitely. We're here to talk about, you know, everything. We're here to talk about last week playoff games, first of all. No, no doubt. Uh, I, what, what, did you go 4 for 4? I mean, 2 for 2? Two? I went, yeah, 4, four, 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 four. four. I went 4 for 4. I'm Wendy's out here. I'm not uh, in these streets, man. I, I went, I got the Chiefs right. I got, I think I went 2 for 2. And you only bet, you only picked two games? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you no, picked more no, games no, on the I, podcast, but whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know how many I got right. I know. I, okay, I picked the uh, I picked the Patriots because I couldn't go against the Patriots. I picked the Chiefs because I'm pretty sure you picked the Chargers on the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. You definitely picked the Chargers on the podcast. Whoever, whoever let's is, talk. Let's talk about that Chargers Patriots game. An ass whipping. Listen, man, I watched part of that game. You cannot like. I understand like. Like, the bye week had a lot to do with this stuff. Like, people don't really get it. There hasn't been a team to make the to make the Super Bowl that wasn't a one or two seed in, like, the last six years. Did us? Yeah. Like, and it's, I think it's that bye week in the home field advantage. And the only two seed was Atlanta. Well, well I think what, what messed the Patriots up the most you was... the Chargers? The Patriots, yeah. The Chargers. What, what helped the Patriots is that the Chargers ran seven DBs. For majority of the game, so it's like you can't you can't run seven DBs against what team did they play before that? I forgot the Ravens. The Ravens and expect that to work against the Patriots. Now with Bill Belichick watching at home the whole time. Well, the reason why they did that, I think, is because they had a lot of push from Melvin Ingram, yeah. and Joey Bosa that in that shit game. Was gone. They listen. Listen, the Patriots don't have a great offensive line, but what they can do is they scheme you up. They definitely schemed the shit out of them. And days. they they brought out extra offensive linemen all day. And Gronk was blocking the hell out of niggas. He's basically an offensive lineman because he can't run and anymore. He had that big-ass cast on his arm. Yeah, so he out here beating people over the head with a club. Looks like a robot. I mean, he's he's awful like, as a receiver at this point. He can't he, move. He, he walks like an old lady. He runs like an old lady, I should say. Hunched over. Like the one at your job? Yeah, with a cane and shit. But that is... Tom Brady didn't have a, a phenomenal game. Like, listen, he, he looked, the offense looked sharp, but these niggas are wide open because they played, first of all, they played zone and didn't blitz this nigga at all. They're just sitting back there. So guess what? You get no pass rush against a quarterback that's smarter than Tom Brady uh, with that short and intermediate pass game. And what's going to happen? They're going to dice you up. Dink and duck. Dink and duck all over And then the you field. don't tackle. Yeah. And then, you know, and then on top of that, the running game is killing you. So now they're gashing you in two ways. You're not going to stop them. By that time, the game is already over by the time the Chargers started figuring out shit. But then, like, it just goes to show, you know, like, the Chargers, it's, like you said, coming back off of the, like, coming off of a bye really helps you out like a motherfucker. Especially when you're playing against a team that had to come to the East Coast two weeks in a row. My but my problem is adjust before it's too late. Brady was the worst quarterback in the league against the blitz this year. Did you know that? No, I didn't. The worst. 
they didn't blitz him until like the third or fourth quarter. You can't be scared. Listen, if you already gave up 21 points, you're looking around at your defense. You're not getting any pressure with Bosa and Ingram, who are great pass rushers, but they did not play well. You have to start sending people. You can't be scared. Because you know what? Who the Patriots got to go over the top of you? No one. They don't got Josh Gordon no more. That nigga still smoking weed. He's going. He's in a lonely house, probably. Well, shit. What is um Edelman? Edelman's back, right? Yeah, but he's not even at. First of all, he could never go over the top, and now he's he looks to be like not really all there in terms of quickness. But like this, but Shoney Michelle showed up. The running game was my on thing. Point. Is you gotta blitz them. Oh yeah. You you said seven DBs. Seven. You out there? If you put some more linebackers out there, you and then you play you blitz. And you make him make quick decisions. He's still human. At the end of the day, I watched the Giants hold him to 14 points. And then what? 13, 17 points. Something like that. And back to back. And the two Super Bowls. I seen him hold him with better weapons. This nigga had Randy Moss. Randy Moss catches everything. He had Randy Moss and like a whole bunch of plethora of other wide receivers. Everything. Everything. Okay. (laughs) right. sure. So like. You got to make... Now, They the Giants mainly got there with the four because they were beating their ass. Yeah, because you had a beast-ass defensive line. But the Chargers had a good defensive line, a really good defensive line, too. Not as good as the Giants. They, did, they don't have the ends that the Giants had. I mean, they have... Bosa is supposed to be so great, right? He can I don't know. He, I mean, he wasn't cool injured at the beginning exactly. of the season. He, he, he wasn't in and Ingram looked like a monster against the Ravens. But the point is, long story short, the Giants had a 32nd ranked defense, or a 30th ranked defense going into the playoff run But they, in 07. They got pressure, though. When you get pressure, quarterbacks always look normal. Wait, hold on. They had the 30-what ranked defense? Going into the playoffs that year. They had 32nd ranked, 31st ranked defense? Something like that. That sounds so familiar. Oh, my God. Just saying. That sounds so familiar. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just First saying. of all, your offense way more high-powered. It is. Well. No, no doubt. No doubt. But we're not going to go to that game next. We're actually yeah, going to talk about... I mean, we could talk about uh, them uh, versus... But we got we got to review the... the What's it called? The old game. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. We do about, it, we're we're going to AFC. And we go to the NFC. Go to NFC. Go to AFC. That's all what right. we're going to do. So we're going to talk about the Chiefs versus... The Colts. Yeah, yeah that ass whooping. Uh, that was even yeah. worse. Yo, the AFC, the whole AFC side was full of ass whooping. Let's hope next week isn't an ass, well, this week isn't an ass whooping either. But that game, watching it from the start, you know, the Chief, we had a we had a good, uh, how do I say, a good tempo from the start. Their first play was a loss, a run, a run that they lost five yards on. D Ford looked like the best he's ever looked in that game. He looked like a resurrection of Derek Thomas. I'm not gonna co-sign that. <laughs> that, uh, that I'm too young to say that I didn't see that. Nigga and play. that was disrespectful because he's nice. not that. He's he, he nice. looked great. Listen, he looked great. when you leave somebody like halfway unblocked with the speed of D Ford and he, Justin Houston on the ends, like you're gonna like cause Justin Houston is the strength and D Ford is the, the speed. The speed. He got Chris Jones. That boy, yo, that that boy nice. That yeah. boy good. He's the best one right this year. Yeah, he, he. I think he had a sack every game since, like, week four? Week five? Yeah, and he didn't have a great game last week. He had a one sack, one, two sacks, but he had four blocked 
Yeah, he knocked the, he knocked the ball down a lot, which is so even when he wasn't getting there, he, he was, was still th- applying enough pressure and getting his hands in the play. And D four was in the backfield all game. Justin Houston had a couple sacks last game on his thirtieth birthday. Yeah, no, 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 no. They got that wrong. <laughs> they, no, they got it wrong. Yeah, it's actually thirty percent. It's actually the twenty first. Oh, so they so, just they just got wrong information out here. Yeah, they, they was. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's not thirty yet. When, he's almost when is, thirty. When is the twenty first? That like that's four Saturday? days. That's Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Wow, that's crazy. So his birthday's next to Sunday. So hopefully he gets a a win for his birthday. But you know, Mahomes, he he did good. He didn't do anything out of the norm. He didn't try to like you know kill anybody over the top with some long balls or anything like that. But the way the Colts played him, they played uh they played basically uh cover two, kind of prevent with the two safeties in the back. So you're not gonna beat them with long deep plays. You but you can dice the them only up. way is like if you go up the seam. Yeah, exactly. With to Kelsey, but I feel like the way the Colts played them. They played them not to lose, as as opposed as to, to playing them to win. Exactly, like to be honest, the way you kind of gotta play Mahomes, it's hard. Like he's probably at this point with the weapons around Mahomes, he's the hardest person to guard. Cause golf is not a statue, but he basically might as well be. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the weapons Mahomes has, and he just had a bad year to be honest. All around, um, Breeze doesn't have the weapons Mahomes has, and he's not as mobile. Oh, stop it. And he's not as mobile. <laughs> like, the rest of the quarterbacks in the league, Mahomes gives you a mixture of mobility and deep ball throwing that you haven't seen in a while, especially with the accuracy that he throws with and the different arm angles. He's like He looks like a young Brett Favre out there, just yeah. out here slinging the ball. I, told, I said this from the beginning of the season, a young, light-skinned Brett Favre. Which makes no sense. It, it, it don't gotta make to sense. To white people, it doesn't make it, sense. It don't gotta uh, make let me sense. explain okay. it. He means light-skinned black. He doesn't mean lighter <laughs> than Favre. That's what he means by that. A light-skinned black man... Like like Steph Curry, he's like Steph, he look, he might be a little bit darker than Steph Curry. No, I don't think so. No, I think they're like I the think same thing. the same. If if not, Steph has a tint more orange. Maybe because <laughs> he's a little orange. Like Steph got like a yellow, yeah, a high yeah, yellow. Yeah, he vibe. definitely is a hot. Yeah, you're right about that. So, but yeah, but off the colorism for a second, yeah. off that. But that that. Mahomes wasn't really the story of the game. The story was the, the run defense. With defense and the running game. But Williams those go hand had, in hand. Exactly. We, what we did was we kept the ball out their hands. We didn't let Andrew Luck get shit. And well, and Andrew Luck was just awful. To Trash. be honest, outside Trash. of the last drive of the first half where they got the field goal, I think. Oh no, they missed that field goal. I think. They missed all the field goals they kicked. Oh yeah, Vinatieri is looking. <laughs> Every kick they kicked. is looking real old for the first time. Yo, I saw him. I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" This nigga had a gray beard, bro. Like yeah, what? Yeah, that yeah, should look yeah, nice. He got the most points in NFL history in the playoffs. He looked like he looked like a grandpa that still wants to be hip, so he had a beard. All right, I'm done. All right, on to the NFC playoffs. Listen, that game was a that that game wasn't even worth watching. Speaking of a game that was worth watching, actually, the Saints and the Eagles. Yo, I was a little nervous in the beginning. I'm not going to lie to you. When yeah, that I mean, first pass was an interception, I was like, oh, Lord. I'm not going to lie. Breeze with a clean pocket as deadly as anybody. Ever. But when the like when he gets happy feedback, that I seen the Cowboys punk the shit out of him. He was looking <laughs> horrible. He's throwing balls in the dirt. He out here looking crazy, crazy. But you know it's hard to get pressure on him though. You gotta have a real good defensive line to get pressure on him. Ask, ask the uh, what's it called? Any other team? 
Yeah, like, nah. And on top, yeah, their offensive line is real good. And they can run the ball. See, like, people don't get it. Like, it's hard to pin your ears back and pass rush if the other team can run the ball and it's a close game. And they got two running backs that can run the ball. So it's like, it's hard. And they will run them with both of them. Different styles, but they run them with both of them. I think that, uh, like, the Eagles have a tough-ass decision on their hands. I don't think it's that tough. What do you do, what do, you do then? I think I keep Nick Foles as my backup. Just in case this nigga gets hurt. So you're going you to keep Nick Foles and pay him how much? I mean, he didn't ask for that much this year, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, my ass, nigga. Remember, last year he was like, no, I'm happy being a backup. Maybe this nigga happy being a backup again. Talk yeah, to this nigga. I mean, it sounds nice, but how you know his his people ain't in his ear like, yo, you just won a Super Bowl championship, son. They Well, they should have been in the air last year when they said well, that. Well, but, son, I'm telling you. Bro. If, if he stays on that team and doesn't go for another a big contract, he's done. Listen, what if he's comfortable, like his parents got money, he got money, he never really had to spend no money in his life, and he's just chilling, bro. You don't, he's chilling, bro. There's some people that are just happy where they're at. Yo, you're a Super Bowl MVP. Like, what? You can't... Bro. You want, you beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl last year, bro. Bro. Come on. He already did it once. You're trying to act... You're coming at me like... I'm just saying. At the beginning... All right, so after that Super Bowl, if I was him, I would have done the same thing you're telling me to do. But he's already not done that. I'm not looking... So, like, if he's comfortable and he's still making, like, six, eight million, ten million dollars a year, not like he's making zero money, like... Uh, He's getting bread. He's getting bread. But the amount of bread that he can get... But he's probably comfortable. He's chilling. And plus... He had already been a starter for a franchise for a long period of time in the Rams and, and the Eagles beforehand. And he had a good year here. And then yeah, the rest yeah. of his bad. Yeah. So it's like, he probably don't want that fucking pressure. Especially in Philly. Philly Philly fans are just horrible people. He, he, he'd have to leave Philly if he... They threw snowballs at Santa. And ate shit after winning the Super Bowl. They're they don't weirdos. know how to act. They're weirdos. But, yeah, no, all right, so... Yo, by the way, I'm glad, kind of glad they got knocked out so, like, Dreams and Nightmares can live on again. Because if they won another Super Bowl, that song would have went into the dirt. They would have played the shit out of that one. And championships? Yeah, they, they would have ruined it. It would have been more. bad. It's like, it's like certain songs should, should be left alone when you win chips. Well, Dream the Nightmare is just like such it, a, it's like the greatest hype song the of all intro, time. That's a yeah, that's crazy. But all right, enough of that. Enough of talking about foals. We're supposed to be talking about the game. Well, the game he has to do with the game. He had our all right first quarter. I mean, he was driving them down the field, and uh, Ashawn Jeffrey dropped the ball. But I think they lost oh. that game because once they lost the momentum, I don't feel like they was gonna score anyway on that drive. Once they lost the momentum and they left the Saints back in the game, I, in the second half, the Saints were running the ball down their throat. Down it. And, like, to team. be honest, in this passing league, all the teams that won rushed for over 100 yards easily, including easily. the next game, the oh, Cowboys easy. and the Rams. You talking about the... The C.J. <laughs> Anderson. C.J. Ty- Anderson, <laughs> the bowling ball, and the fucking... And Ty uh, Gurley just... Ball, Ty they Gurley. were just... Gashing the shit out of them. And the only people that thought the Cowboys... Oh, I was wrong about that game. 
Oh, yeah. The only people that thought the Cowboys were going to win that game once it got started and it was, like, kind of close was, like, Skip Bayless. Not even the rest of the Cowboy fans. Nah. Could you just watch them getting gashed and gashed like, and awful, gashed? awful runs the whole Even time. with Marcus Peters playing 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. I was watching, yo, this was – it was the worst cornerbacking. Him, LaMarcus Joyner – to leave to less of uh, extent because they just had him playing so far off, but at least he was staying in front of people. Like it's his style. He's like a he's like a, a safety at corner. He Ooh, plays Matt Peters? Marcus Peters. He plays but, mad far back, and then when he when the ball is thrown, he makes a break on it. No, like but fifteen is too far. Fifteen is he, way too he far. He never he's played afraid, fifteen. He's just afraid to get beat deep now. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I think he's playing on the wrong side. We talked about that on the on. On a defensive left side, he played his whole career yeah. in the Chiefs, and he was and he'd get beat every once in a while. But he, I think he's more comfortable on that side. But I think that's Talib's good side as well. They Talib used to follow people, so I'm kind of confused what the Rams and and Wade Phillips are doing. Yeah. Switch them, and I guarantee they won't get beat as much. I feel like just put or if you want. Have to leave. Follow Michael Thomas around next week if he's healthy enough. This Nick Talib is uh not Talib. Peters is a bad tackler. He can't tackle for shit. Well, he well he had a good tackle right after that bad tackle attempt. I feel like he has to want to tackle you. Like he's like he's like I don't want to get hurt tackler. He, yeah. He's like he's like all right. But it's the playoffs, my nigga. You got you got. And you put can't your cover people anyway. Like, yeah, if he was covering people and he had to pick that game and he's shutting niggas down, go ahead. Don't tackle all you want. Nah, but but he, you can't be giving up big plays and not like, tackling. Like, but, like, you can't get your tackle broken. Like, you can miss a tackle, you know what I mean? Or, like, barely. You can't, like, not have effort on a tackle and then have the nigga break off. Yeah, you can hold a nigga yards. up yeah, exactly. and then other people come. Exactly. But if you, if you get your tackle broken so fast and you're playing, they're playing so deep. You can't have help anyway. By the time help gets there, the niggas go. Yeah, it's a touchdown. But, fuck it. They found a way to win the game. That's all that matters. No, because the run was gashing the shit out of the Cowboys. It's funny. The Cowboys, the Chargers, the, the Cowboys, the Chargers. No, not really. Well, yeah, the Colts, too. Yeah, the Colts, too. The Cowboys, the Chargers, the Colts. They were all controlling the line of scrimmage all year. Well, the Colts on offense and the other two teams on both sides. And they got sun. Sun. That shit was bad. That the shit Cowboys bad. got to me. The Cowboys got sun the most. Like the Chargers got blew out and the Colts got blew out. But the Chargers got. Sun, I mean, the Cowboys got sun the most because because they really that's they lay their that's shit. That's their down, shit. Defensive man. running and then they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't really get a runoff like that. He had 45 could, yards the whole game, and he had, like, a long of 17. So, minus 17, 28 yards on the rest of those carries. But you know what? You was right, though, last week when you said, how you going to run the ball if you can't throw the ball? If you can't throw the ball, it's funny I'm going to push you the whole time because that can't throw. The funny thing is they was letting them throw the ball, but he was so bad. Like, he's not bad. Don't, I don't think he's bad, but he's, he's not, not good enough exactly. to exploit it because – Amari Cooper was cooking these niggas. But he had a couple throws where he was missing them and he didn't even have no pressure. And I'm sitting there like, yo, my nigga. If Eli misses these throws, I'm throwing him under the whole bus. And he has two Super Bowl MVPs. I'm throwing this nigga under a bus. He's missing throws with no pressure on him. And everybody misses throws. But I'm talking about... High and behind, and then the floor and everywhere. Was it was just, like, just all off. And then when he was supposed to run in that one play, he didn't. Oh, run. he wanted to throw the ball, and it was a bad throw. Like nigga, yo, we know you can't throw. We can run though. 
You can but run. But my thing is, like, Amari Cooper has been so open. And, like, people are like, oh, Dak played a good game. Yeah, yeah. because he played a good enough game in terms of, like, the stats are going to look good. Because he's throwing to wide open receivers. He threw one ball in the coverage. And so did Tom Brady, but... Whatever he he do like they're not they're getting away with not throwing any balls in the coverage because people can't guard people. By the way, back to the Tom Brady thing, man. You remember that video I was on Facebook not so long ago, like a month, like a month the ago. Dinking and dunking. Yo, oh my God, Tom Brady! Look at that wide open pass he just did. Yo, that three yard. Yeah, that's what he does. Like people are like, oh, Tom Brady's so good. No, the he way is they good. He's good. No, but the way they set you up and they. They they what they do is they hit areas right yeah and they clear them out to leave other people open in those areas yeah and they run shit behind it so now that area is open because you got to go with the deep guy you're not gonna leave him open and like he has a clean pocket he's throwing five yard passes seven yard passes three it, yard passes never anything above thirty and then even if there is an intermediate route where it's fifteen twenty yards. That's because the nigga's wide open. He's not throwing in any tight windows because that's how they set up their offense. Because obviously it's easier to throw to wide open people than it is to throw in the tight windows. But that's the problem. Then when you play a defense who plays man and can stick with these guys, now you have to make these throws that you're not accustomed to making anymore. He used to make those he used to throws make all the time, but now he doesn't have to make the throws. But that's why they were what eleven and five this year or something like that. That's why they lost a lot of games you thought they weren't supposed to like that but, because they pressured him. They got the, they got to him in the backfield, and then when he had to make the tight throws, they wasn't there. They was off or picked off. The way up. you play this Patriot team is you play them man and you blitz them or you beat them with four. If you're gonna play zone. You better hope your four gets there yeah. because he's just going to stand there all day. But if you, you can blitz this Patriots team because none of them scare you over the top. I don't care if Gronk gets a 20-yard pass every once in a while because he's not going nowhere after he catches it. He's going to catch it. <laughs> he's he going to go and stumble into the ground. Remember that fucking catch he had? He's like, oh, 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 no, I'm falling like yeah, Kevin Hart was yeah, yeah, like a Shaq. Yeah, I fall yeah. I can't get up. Yo, so I'm not worried about, but let's let's go on to. We spent way too much time on these games because we wanted to really get more in depth on the games coming up. There's yeah, only the AFC two. and the NFC championship game. Right, Which one do you want to go with? No, first? go ahead, NFC championship game. We'll talk about your Yanzas Yeti's after later. We're talking about the Breeze. <sighs> listen, man. Listen, man. Gurley's back. CJ Anderson's here. So I think Robert Woods is gonna have a buck fifty this week. So you pick, you picking? I'm the, picking the Rams, Rams. man. I can't believe you're picking the Rams. But the the main reason why I'm picking the Rams is, and Dominican Sue showed up last week. If he shows up, you got to double team Donald every play, regardless, right? Yeah. If he shows up, the interior of that line is done because Donald's getting double teamed and still getting through sometimes because he's just that disgusting. So if if Sue holds up the run. And then when they get on pass down, they can rush with Dante Fowler Jr. and fucking um this nigga been there. Michael Rockers, he's been there since freaking before everybody. This nigga been there forever. When they can get because the the thing that's gonna bother Breeze the most is he he can't see over the lineman. Yeah. So if you push the line back into his face, he can't see over them. Now to leave his back, he wasn't there for that first matchup. And I think Peters will be very motivated not to get cooked this week. He wants that gumbo. He wants that gumbo. I think 
I think I'm going. I'm going with the Rams too. To be honest with you, even though I fuck, I want the Saints to win. But looking at how the Rams look last week, look how the Saints look last week. Two, they played two completely different teams. But but like they were at home exactly. and they looked shell shocked at the beginning of that game. Exactly, and they looked like if the Eagles had a couple more healthy players, they would have fucking beat them. And the Eagles probably would have beat the Rams too. But that's yeah, neither here nor there. I mean, but. The way that um the way that CJ Anderson and Gurley are running, they didn't have that running attack when they And Sheldon Rankins, the defensive tackle is back. from the Saints. No, from he's the out. Saints might not play this week. Oh hell so, no. And he's been great. He had a career year this year. So I have to go with the Rams. Now, if if the if it becomes a no defense game, then I'm going with the Saints. Yeah, like and I expect the Saints to win this game, but I feel like the Rams are gonna come out. They got to get their coverages down. That scares me. Yo, you know, but... Breeze could throw to me and you in those coverages. Yo, like, because if you're 15 <laughs> yards back, Breeze is going to light you up. And Breeze ain't afraid of throwing the tight coverages. He, ain't, he don't give a fuck. He's been doing that his whole career. But that's not what I'm... I'm more worried about the off coverage than anything else if you're picking the Rams. Now, yeah. the Saints, I don't feel like the Saints are going to run on the Rams... Like to that extent, because they don't, I, they're not like a run. They run, but they're not a running, running team. They'll get the leader run. Last year, they they ran the ball all the time. This year, they scaled it back a little bit. But and their defense has played well. They're not that good, though. They especially if they're missing Sheldon Rankin. They showed last week with against the Eagles that they weren't defensively dominant. And the yeah. Rams are way better offense than the Well, Eagles. in the second half, they showed they have they were defensively dominant. Well, that's because they were running the ball down their throat. When you run for a buck fifty in the second half, of I co- think of course you're going to be able to run the ball. Of course you're going to be able to play yeah. defense. But my thing is, if Rankins is out, right? Yeah. And Sue and Donald play like they played last week against the run. Then the tide completely shifts to the Rams. Well, it all depends on who gets the lead first. If the well, if, how much of a lead? Listen, with these two teams, no lead is safe. I I think I think if the Saints get a fourteen point lead, it if is safe. they get a fourteen point lead, it is if, safe. And and the same thing for the Rams. If the Rams get a fourteen point lead, it is safe because they'll just run. But my thing is, these are two. Well, the the Saints play good run defense all year, right? I don't know. I don't think Rankin's going to play. If he plays, it'll be a little well, different. Why was it? What was his injury? I don't even remember. I just remember the information. Like, the Saints have been a good run defense all year. And the Rams last week looked amazing. I'm not expecting them to be as good because, listen, the Cowboys are a great run team. Like, you know, so the fact that they were able to shut them down completely is, like, it's crazy. But I got the Rams in a slight edge. I want to say this is not a low-scoring game, but I want to say say it's like 21 Seventeen. I'm gonna go. No, I'm gonna go a little higher. We're gonna go twenty-seven. Did we get the scores right last week? I don't think we got the scores. Nah, right. Nowhere near. No, there were blowouts yeah, last week. Blowouts, yeah. Twenty-seven to twenty, a touchdown difference. But the, I think the Rams will be up, and the Saints will score a late-ish four minutes left touchdown to bring it within one touchdown. Then the Rams will run the clock out. Yeah. On them. I can see that. I can get see a that couple happen. big I... first downs. The Saints. Won't have won't have the time like the the Rams will about uh, be about to be scoring a field goal or a touchdown and yeah, then the clock yeah. will run out type shit. It's it's definitely gonna be uh one of those close ass games. The only way the Saints win it, I feel like it becomes like a thirty point game. If if, if it goes in the thirties, then I'm nervous for the Rams. No, if it goes like yeah, if 30, it comes because because that means Jared Goff has to pass. 
I mean, I'm not worried about... He had 35... They dropped 35 on him, but the team dropped 45 on them. Exactly. So, it's like, I'm not worried about golf putting up 35, but I'm... The Saints could put up fucking 40 if it becomes a shootout. Didn't need to be a ball control game, especially without Cooper Cup for the Rams and with Tlaib kind of shaky. You don't know if he's 100%. And, Yo, real quick. Why the hell are there... Like, Tlaib and fucking Peters, they do the dumbest, the dumbest penalties. It right. doesn't make any sense. When he pushed Cooper in the back, like, man, what do you if doing? he would have left, if he would have just stood there and not touched him, he, he wasn't going back to his body. He just pushed him. Like he he, he was like, and Dak just happened to throw the ball that way. Yeah, definitely. I I didn't, it was stupid. I didn't I didn't love that that penalty. I thought it was real stupid. And then Peters obviously he has won every game when it was some because dumb he can't shit. guard nobody. He, no, well, no, he had a uh, what was it. A personal, a personal, personal foul. foul. Yeah, like, but to be honest, I was shocked that they caught him and didn't catch the other person too, because the other person retaliated, and usually they catch second they catch person. They catch second person, but first. they caught him. But they caught Peters because he's known for it. Yeah, I mean, reputation precedes himself. Definitely All right, does. let's talk about the Patriots going into Arrowhead in like zero degree weather. Yeah, it's gonna be twenty two now. It went up. It no, went up. Like that. Well, like wind chill is gonna be like. Wind chill is probably gonna be like yeah. It's going to be brick, but it's not going to be as brick. Which helps the Chiefs because, cause to be honest, like, I don't, like, speed, like, everybody gets cold. Yeah. And speed, and speed. If speed you goes speed, with the cold. If yeah. it's cold, you're not going to be running as fast. You'll be like, oh, no, I got to hold my body together and try to stay warm. You're going to, well, your body's just going to be. Off. Going to be off. And the Patriots don't got a lot of speed. Then I don't think the Patriots ever really had a lot of speed, ever. Random, random mouse catches yeah. everything. Okay. He was fast, but he was more like I'm he, gonna jump over you, catch he, the ball type. Randy Moss wasn't fast. He was fast. But no, he, no, no, no. Randy Moss ran a four three when he was like thirty something years old. Randy right. Moss is one of the fastest niggas ever to live. Right. He was also going by you. It was like you don't get behind the nigga unless you're fast, Darren. You gonna lie and say uh, Randy Moss? Wasn't I'm not gonna fast. lie, but it, he just didn't look fast because he's so tall. Exactly, but don't say Randy. Yo, I hope niggas kill you. Can, I hope I get they, mad they, messages they about come Darren at me all they want. the fuck out. They call, come at me all Nigga, they Randy want. Randy Moss would go by double teams all the time. Well, too bad. His, he ran a fucking go route every play. Shit, nigga, it's Randy Moss. He's going to jump and catch that shit over you, too. But he's going to be past you like 90% of the time, too. Well, too bad the Patriots don't have that nigga. They're going to need him. Yeah, they listen, man. I got the Chiefs, man. First of all, because fuck the Patriots. Fuck them. Fuck. I got, the, I got the Chiefs by 10. We got If it's close, I don't want no smoke in this game, but. We got to get these niggas. Oh, fuck it. If it's close, I'm still taking my home. You got to get these niggas out of here, listen, man. Listen, I got the Chiefs by 10 points. I got the Chiefs 38-28. We got to get these niggas out of here. We got to talk about why. Because. I don't got to talk about why. You can talk about why. All right, man. We'll get some water. You do that. Drink. Here, here's why. Here's why the Chiefs are gonna be beating the Patriots, man. Well, here's why I think they're gonna be beating the Patriots because Tom Brady, you know, he hasn't really gotten rushed like he should have. You know, we got Chris, Chris Jones. You know, well, who else we got? Oh yeah, Justin Houston. That's it. I know. Right? I forgetting all my players and D Ford coming at you from all angles. And we've been playing better defense last week, and hopefully we can keep it up this week. But Tom Brady is one and two in Arrowhead ever since. You think ever since two thousand four? The last time he won was in two thousand four. So, 
He's not good in Arrowhead. It's gonna be loud. We got the barbecue chicken in the <laughs> in the uh, tailgating. We come at these niggas. Patrick Mahomes is probably gonna. I say Patrick Mahomes is gonna have two touchdowns. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, they're going to try to run somewhat. Damian Williams probably has a touchdown. I got Patrick Mahomes with three touchdowns. I, I I'm out two. here. I'm rolling with my homies. I'm picking him at DraftKings. I say two touchdowns, and then I say uh, Williams is going to have a touchdown and, like, a really long run. But we have to stop their run, too. We got to just blitz these niggas every time. Be honest with you. Just blitz these niggas every time. Yeah, listen, yeah. you get beat once or twice, you be all right. Because yeah, my yeah. homies is going to do anything. He's going to throw the ball. And as long as he doesn't throw any interceptions... I think we got it. To be honest, you could throw one interception against the Patriots and win. Yeah. Well, he threw two last time, right? Yeah. He threw two, and we were still we still only lost by three. So and in Foxborough. So man, we you see the how the Patriots are talking about how they should be the underdogs? Man, they, no, they're not talking about they, they're, they're like that against us. Yeah, better Nigga, yo, shut the fuck. Like just because yo, this is, you can't you can't be the evil this, empire for this long and be like yo bet against us. Like this, you know what this is? This is like spoiled baby shit. Where like they're just like so like oh people don't think we're good good enough to win for the first time ever. So we're gonna say oh we're the underdog. Uh, shut up, man. No one that's like the Yankees being like oh no well, the Yankees would be even worse. But that's yeah, like the Yankees, Yankees, Yankees would be the worst. If the Yankees be like yo we're the underdogs, everyone's betting against us. Like, the Yankees have to shut the fuck up. But like <laughs> even with the Yankees, it's a whole different team. They're all young. Yeah. Now, they'd be like, so they were the underdog last year because nobody thought they were going to, well, at least the year before last year because they are too young yeah. to do what they need to do. These niggas... Been doing this shit for like 15 years. Man, Tom Brady been there 20 years, bro. Like, Man. come on. Come on, bro. You're but, not the underdogs. You want to think you're the underdogs, you're not the... Whatever floats your boat, be better bring that shit on Sunday because if you don't, you can get lit the fuck up. Talk that shit, Darren. Segway to... Getting lit the fuck up by James Harden. Yeah. God damn that nigga's putting up points. I just heard he's averaging forty. Recently, he's Recently, averaging like the thirty-five past, like, and a half. He's having thirty-five and a half for the season. For the season, yeah. Shit. Like he gets ten points a game at the foul line. Not takes ten free throws. He takes like eleven or twelve. Eleven and some change. But he gets ten points a game at the free throw line, and then fifteen points a game behind a three-point line. So he did as only averages. 10 outside of that, so like maybe a made layup or whatever. Uh, Five layups. Uh, made, or maybe like a one random step back mid range. I was supposed to be a three. Yeah. Online or something. Yo, man, I, I hate James Harden as a. I hate the way he plays, but that man, yo. He out here putting the team on his back, numbers, though. He man. had 58 last 58 night. 58 and lost to Spencer Dimwitty with a fucking. Yo, Spencer Dimwitty is out, out here cooking the shit yo, out of these niggas, bro. Son, you he see had nine points in like 30 seconds. You bro. see the threes, though? Yeah, he, the, the trees, not. Yo, he was pulling up from like. Like, NBA 2K19, like, park half-court range. Like, he was just pulling up from wherever. Like, the Ruffles event with the extra four-point line. That's where he was pulling up. Yo, he is pulling up. Yo, but back to Harden, man. He's having a historic, historic season. He's so far and ahead of everybody else in the MVP that, to be honest, if he keeps this up for even, like, two or three more weeks, he could go back to being a regular human and it still won't be close. Yeah, you know, because I think the only time it was ever this Far and away ahead is what Steph wanted. The, Harden might win unanimous this if he keeps playing like this. Yeah, he's going crazy. To be honest, he's had the crazy stretch with the assist. And don't get me wrong. 
his usage rate is it's like has to be like sixty. The only the only person who had a higher usage rate was the tri- first triple double MVP Russell Westbrook season because the nigga had the ball in his hand the whole Yo, time. But like the way Harden does that shit, like niggas is is that ass a five out Harden at the top, maybe a pick by somebody, but dribble between legs, dribble between legs, step back three or pick, dump off or cut pass. It's, it's like always an action off of Harden's. Off, yeah, the there's top. no like he catching and shooting like yeah, there's none of that. Yeah, they know no one's somebody ever cre- creating for Harden because Chris Paul's out Chris Paul's, yeah. and Capella's out. So now even the alley doesn't look as good. So now he has to take more of those shots, be more aggressive, take even more free throws. Like and then on top of that, Eric Gordon's out. So you don't even got somebody to create their own shot. You so you, you're creating all the shots for everyone on your team outside of the few that Austin Rivers. And Gerald Green decided to chuck. Gerald Green is a chuck monster, by the way. Yo, I wonder what's going to happen, right? He cannot keep playing like this. He cannot. It's physically impossible. He's going to break down. He's going to blow up. Uh, I I, I used to say Russell Westbrook is going to blow up one day. This nigga's going to blow up. Yo, he's going to... Listen, if Chris Paul doesn't get back soon, like, it's going to be a problem because... People don't get it. Like, the wear and tear on your body, by the time he hits the playoffs, he's popped. It's over. And I can't blame him for being trash in the playoffs now. Yeah. Because, nigga, he, you see, you had to put a 50 a game to win. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're doing things that with eight assists. Shit that, yeah, exactly. Well, shit like, that had never been done before. Like, but. Yeah, yo, that All-Star break better be a vacation for this nigga. Don't even play the All-Star Yo, game. he shouldn't be in play. any events. He exactly. should be chilling, You bro. should be in the bed getting a massage every second you can. Yo, that shit is crazy. Speaking of massages, this nigga Steph Curry was stroking the threes. Ah, bars. That's what he just did there. He's out here, bro. He's out here. Seven threes in the third quarter. I was watching that game last night, confused. But he had another game earlier this week. He had like 48 or something. He had 48, yeah. Last night he had like... 39, 42, 42. Something like that. He had some crazy amount. Majority of it was in the third quarter. Just lighten you up with threes. Like... When they all, first of all, that game, they scored like 140 or something like that. And another team scored 140 something as well. Or something like that. And then the other night, though, when they were all going, that shit was ridiculous, bro. They, they put 51 in the first quarter. Yo, I paid, I, I lost a twenty dollar bet because I'm like they're not gonna come to play today. They nah, they look re-energized and Boogie's not even back yet. Listen. Harden could put up a thousand. Nobody's beating these niggas. Now that yo, they look like they're ready again. Like they just like when Steph first before Steph got injured, they was ready. But it was really just Steph cooking and like KD every once in a while. Now yeah, Clay's now, awakened and fucking Draymond's doing making a three a game again. And that but then Boogie's gonna come in and like they're re energized. Like they don't I think Boogie being ready to play has re energized this team and now they have their eyes set on like sweeping everyone they see. But don't be surprised if like they lose like a couple games with Boogie back. Like don't be surprised if like they don't come out hot right when Boogie comes back. Like they're gonna be hot and ready to play, but the chemistry's gonna be a little off, obviously, right in the But you've been practicing for months. All right. So like that's what I'm saying. They've given him ample time to play with the team, dunk on KD, do all that stuff. So they're gonna be ready. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they 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 might gonna lose a couple games or whatever because late game situations, spacing and stuff like that. Yeah. But in terms of like being ready, bro. In terms of being ready, they're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna just. I don't know, man. They like they're just 
a team that's like you gotta you gotta respect it, man. They they found a way to put it together. I mean, it's not hard if you just add the perfect piece, <laughs> KD. But bro, but they got boogie too because people are low balling boogie. Like, bro, I would too if you come off an of a torn Achilles. I mean, my thing is though, like. You, I bet you wasn't expecting the Warriors to get them. I definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't. I was like, because oh. this this looked like a window. Like if you look how lack lack of days ago they've been, this this looks like the window. The year, the last year with KD, and then he leaves after, and like they're not the same this year. But then Boogie coming back, and they're knowing they seeing how good Boogie looks. They're seeing they're re-energized now. Now they just want to bust everyone's ass and get this get this three P going. Exactly. So I don't know. It's gonna be scary. Um, across the country, there was you know turmoil in Boston, but apparently Kyrie made a call. Young Bron, Bron, old Bron, Bron. Now got a couple of grays in the beard. Uh, one, one, one side of the groin, Bron, Bron. One, one groin, Bron. And after that call, apparently his name came out on fire last night. Twenty, what, eighteen assists, twenty-seven points, a couple turnovers, but you know, a, a good, a great win against the Raptors. I don't know what it is against the, when it comes to the Raptors that Kyrie always wants to go. You know on. why? Because listen, they're the, the other best team in the East with the Sixers. You know, I mean, some people say the Bucks. I'll see it in the playoffs, and I, then maybe I'll believe it. I mean, same thing with the Sixers. I mean, but the Sixers. I mean, they have Jimmy buckets to What's close he doing in the, the playoffs? Game. Uh, played well. Win. He played well. You don't got to win to play well. Win. Win, 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 win. All right. Fuck everything. All right. I'm done. Don't be getting copyrighted. Listen, J-Rock, I had nothing to do with it. You heard the bars, though? Win. All right. I got it. I got it. Just just make it short. I got your plagiarism. Uh, Whatever. Copyright. he, he, He may not have won, but he hasn't, like, averaged, like, 30 in the playoffs. He's not known to be killing niggas in the playoffs. All right, but... Not like over Simmons, I'm saying. Remember, they lost those close games to the Celtics in the playoffs last year because they couldn't close games. And they didn't have a shooter. And it well, they had JJ Reddick. I mean, listen, don't disrespect Marco Bellinelli, bro. Bellinelli out here shooting people's lights up. That's true. So I mean, like, what I'll say about it is Jimmy will be the closing option along with Embiid down the stretch and Bede hopefully doesn't get as tired down the stretch as he does and but obviously the teams they'll be playing will be much better than last year's team uh, if the Celtics get their shit together yeah but how do you feel about Kyrie calling LeBron I mean do whatever the fuck he wants to do like he's a grown man but like he's I guess he's just trying to let LeBron know he didn't have to let everybody else know That's, yeah I think he did that intentionally I think he did that so that his teammates could see. Imagine LeBron goes, hey, this nigga ain't calling me. He just used that shit. All right, he's like, I sent that nigga to... Or that's what the voicemail was about? I saw a tweet like that <laughs> today. That'd be crazy. He sends him the voicemail. But I think that he did it on purpose. It was like, it was like a subliminal thing, you know? Yeah, like... like his team. To let his team know, like, yo, yeah, like, listen to shit. me. Listen to me. Like, we're going to make it if, if we... I think... I don't know. I think more so, obviously, mindset is a big thing. Like with the team, with this young team, because they think, oh, we made it to the Eastern Conference Championship game last year. We should have beat the Cavs or whatever. Everyone out without Kyrie and and Gordon Hayward, and we're the shit. And we're 
and we're and we're good enough. We don't need Kyrie to lead us and all this other stuff. But my thing is like, bro, that Cavs team wasn't that good last year. It was it was just LeBron averaging like thirty five a game. And then on top, this Toronto team is way better than they were last year, and this Philly team is going to be better than they, they were last year. They would lose to anybody without Kyrie in the playoffs. Exactly. So it's like and Gordon Hayward too. But when it comes down to it. I think Kyrie needs to play like that more often. You know, he needs to, when the ball is in his after watching the game last night, when the ball was in his hands, everything that everything that he did was right. I mean he had a couple of turnovers here and there, but the nigga had eighteen assists. People say he's not a passer, but he didn't pass before because he didn't have to. That wasn't his role. My my biggest thing is like when they played the when they played through Isaiah Thomas, right? When they had Isaiah Thomas, they played through him and and like they won because they had their closer. And they played through him, and then when they played through him, they got other people open. Kyrie's way better than Isaiah Thomas could ever hope to be, but they don't play through him because they play in the system. The problem is they they don't have the the will guys, as uh, Jalen calls them, the guys who are going to do everything. They have less and less of them because the guys who would have been in that role got too much shine last year. So now... Like, you're not playing through Kyrie and you want to play through the whole system. The problem is these guys are taking mid-range jump shots. And, like, not, like, in the, with the efficiency that Kyrie takes them. They're taking, like, contested Kobe mid-range jump shots. But not with the efficiency Kobe would take exactly. it either. They're not that good yet. Jason Tatum went to go train with Kobe for the summer. He got, he got a big head and came back, and it wasn't working. Then and Jalen Brown, Brown still can't barely create a shot for himself. Like, yo, catch an alley nigga. Like fucking. The only, I feel like the only person that really knows their role like really well on the Celtics besides Kyrie, Horford, and like, like Baines and the Baines, niggas like that. It's Marcus Smart. He knows exactly what he's there to do: play defense, get a rebound, and shoot open three. And bully Kyle Korver in the paint. That shit was hilarious last year. Bully in the play. Shit, yeah, Kyle Korver. And Marcus Morris knows his role too. Like bang out threes, look like Joe Button. Exactly. Like he's just <laughs> out here in these streets. But, all right, so moving from that, you know, we want to talk about some fuckery. Like, we usually leave these topics alone. Some, some fuckery in the White House. If I go to your house and you offer me McDonald's after I have to celebrate something, I'm disrespected. First of all, to celebrate anything, I'm not going to McDonald's. McDonald's, KFC, whatever the Wendy's. I'm not going to a fast food joint to celebrate anything. Like, I don't deserve that, man. Like, maybe if you're going to take a step up, you get me Chipotle. Maybe we can talk. you cater some Chipotle, you know. Or, like, cook for me. You cook for me, I'll I'll respect that. Even if it doesn't taste good, I'll respect you cooking for me. Because at least you went out of your way. You didn't buy something. You tried to make it. So, Donald Trump got them. I'm going to do the math on this in a second. Donald Trump got the Clemson Tigers national champions, like, over a thousand burgers and, like, fast food from McDonald's. First of all... You're a billionaire, Donald Trump. So if I do the math on this, right? Let's say you spent $4,000. To a billionaire, $1,000 is like to a millionaire is $1. That's the exact that's the exact equivalent to a dollar for a millionaire. So let's say a millionaire spends 
four dollars every day yeah. for three hundred sixty-five days. That's like twelve hundred, well thirteen hundred dollars, right? For the whole year, there's four dollars every day. That's thirteen hundred dollars for the whole year. A millionaire spends thirteen hundred dollars for fifty years. That's still only a millionaire spending fifty thousand dollars for fifty for like fifty something thousand dollars for fifty years, sixty thousand dollars. Let's say, yeah. $65,000. That's how much money you spent. For a millionaire, for over 50 years, you spent $60,000. Who cares? For yeah. over 50 years, it only comes up to $60,000. They're going to be like, whatever. So basically, that's the equivalent of what Donald Trump spent. He spent $4. For him, that would be $4. For their meal. Basically like, yeah, whatever. Here. Oh, yeah. I bought. If he really spent the money himself. He spent $4. To him, that's what he spent. He spent like $4. And he's bragging about spending 4 Imagine I get you a 4 for 4 from Wendy's. I'm talking shit. Yeah, I bought this nigga food the other day. Or oh, I took a check out. Oh, yeah. This bitch talking about, yeah, I spent. I bought a 4 for 4. Whatever. I ain't even take her to Red Lobster even. I ain't even bought, let her you get, get the biscuits. Yeah, like you ain't even get the biscuits. I ain't send. I ain't take you to Roof Chris, Benny Hanna. I ain't even take you to Chipotle. I got you a four four for Wendy's. And I'm talking like a big shot. That's the ascent. That's the equivalent of what he did. That's crazy. You know, I, I was. It's not even like he bought them each four for fours. No, that's if he bought a whole one four for four that day. And he talking shit. That's the equivalent to the type of money he got. Think about that shit. Like, compared to... Um, that's if a millionaire bought a... F- Yo, bro, this is what we're talking about. This yeah. is what we're talking about. If a millionaire spent a little bit of money on somebody and they bought them, like, Chipotle or whatever, they're talking shit, that's, like, even better than what he did. Yeah, I was lost as fuck when you started breaking down the math. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, wait, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And then you, you wrapped it back around. So I was like, all right, Yo, all right, so all right. basically this nigga essentially spent no money. He spent an equivalent to a millionaire spending like $4, bro. And he's a billionaire. And he's a... So like, yeah. So he's a billionaire. So equivalent... To four dollars for a millionaire. So if a millionaire bought you a four for four and then talk shit about spending four, uh, buying you a four for four, to the point where a millionaire could buy a four for four every day for fifty years and only and spend like no percentage of his fucking money. That's what we're talking about. What he did. So don't be talking shit. If you want to really spend some money and cater for these niggas, go fucking order from like anywhere, like Roof Chris, a real. Important restaurant and do that. That's not nothing. You only did that shit because you shut down the government, so you had to go do that shit, and you didn't even do it yourself. What, what makes it worse is that, like, when he was like pre- presenting them to the food, he was like, "Yo, I got I bought you guys thousand burgers and this and that and this and that." And then, and then he did about it. No, no, but then he brought up how he couldn't get them anything because the government was shut down, and because he's brought up how it's the Democrats' fault. Yeah, like. That He's grandstanding. You can't, you can't bring up, you don't bring up politics at a celebration dinner for a team that don't give a fuck about politics. I'm pretty sure they don't. I don't know. No, they don't. You can't, or else they wouldn't be there. Exactly. But you shut down the government because you're a big ass baby because you want your wall. You want your wall. You got so much money and you got so much supporters. How about y'all niggas put up the money? But don't fucking bring. Don't fucking be like, oh, I bought you guys this food because I'm so great. I spent like. 
0.0001% of my money to get, to, you to get you fucking food. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Not even, yo, I bet you, I bet you the fries were stale. Like, fries was like a thing that's just not good after like 30 minutes. Nah, after like 10 minutes of cold, cold fries might be the most disappointing thing in life. And then, like, if they're not all, they're definitely not all cooked the same. I bet you had some burnt fries in there. Yeah, you had some, some soggy un- fries. Un- fries. Yeah, man. like, come on, bro. You, you don't got a McDonald's in the White House. Come on. You don't got one. If you had McDonald's in the White House, then it'd be real crispy. You go downstairs and get your own order. But I'm pretty sure they ordered that shit from up the street. And they came yeah. in all cold. They were heating away heat lamps. This shit ain't the same, man. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Stop acting same. like you did something. I'm it's pretty not- sure they had a better dinner at school. Yo, this nigga acting like he got them full course meals, like from like a expensive ass restaurant. If you don't get get on with your bullshit, my I, nigga. I, I want to talk to one of the players, ask him how they really felt. Yo, but well, on that's top, never gonna come out. On top of that, they spend way more money than that at dinners that they make the rookies buy. Like the rookies in the NFL and the NBA and the MLB, they buy every sport. Every sport, every sport they buy more expensive Yo, meals. One tabs, meal and they're not celebrating shit. They just went out. Those tabs be like forty thousand dollars when they gotta pay for the team. Exactly. And you out here fucking gloating, spending a couple thousand dollars at McDonald's. If you don't get the celebrating that team, if you don't get the fuck out of here, yeah, bro. That shit's blasphemous. Bro, all right, that's crazy. I want to talk real quick about Jason Whitlock and his bullshit. Like I'm doing this dolo, solo dolo. Listen, Jason Whitlock, bro, how dare you in any way, shape, or form compare Tom Brady to Muhammad Ali? Tom Brady's one of the greatest athletes ever. I don't think he's the goat or whatever, but that that's beside the point. I mean, the goat lost to Eli Manning twice. I don't want to hear that. He's not the GOAT. Listen, he lost him in the biggest game when he was favorite. He's not the GOAT. But let's talk about the comparison you try to make. First of all, you should never, ever compare, just to be honest, any white man than Muhammad Ali in general. Like, you could have picked anybody else, but your coonery has to be stopped. It has to be. Listen, you when they try to compare LeBron to Muhammad Ali, I didn't like that either. But you shot that down so fast. Like, you were so thirsty to shoot it down, but now you're going to talk about, oh, yeah, he always perseveres in the games. I know you're only talking about in the sport, but Muhammad Ali was an underdog several times to Joe Frazier, George Foreman, fucking Sonny Lewis, all these people. He was an underdog, and he persevered and beat these people. So even just in the sports realm, Tom Brady's been a favorite for like the last fucking 15, 20 years. Outside of the first Rams Super Bowl, this nigga been a favorite every year, and it's a team sport. So don't fucking compare him to Muhammad Ali. I'm tired of your coonery. You want to fucking... Talk to him. You want to fucking big up these fucking white people and downplay black people and people of color every chance you fucking get, yo. When they compare Kaepernick to fucking Muhammad Ali, I shot that shit down too. But you can't fucking even wait to shoot these people down. But you're going to compare Tom Brady to Muhammad Ali? What is Tom Brady? Oh, yeah, he was... He was a a six-round draft pick. I commend him for having that chip on his shoulder and becoming... Don't forget, he he, uh, eats avocado ice cream. And becoming one of the greatest of all time. I I commend you for doing that. But you're not going to compare him to Muhammad Ali who came out of jail. Don't. To, came out of jail to fight one of the biggest fights of all time. This man fucking... Locked up. Don't let him... This man fucking... 
believe what he believed in, he fought for what he believed in, and people follow him and do that to this day because of him. To this day. Oh, oh my God! I'm, I'm your hype man. You getting your rants off? Go ahead. No, but I'm done with you, Jason Whitlock. Like I've already was done with you, but now you doing this fucking this coonery? I can't. I can't anymore. You got a fresh baby coming downstairs to interrupt the podcast. My beautiful daughter, Alani. Be quiet over there. But now we're done with the coonery. All right, like I was saying, now that we're done with all the coonery from Jason Whitlock. We're just gonna, you know, we like to give a shout out to the goat, or well, one of the goats, one of the two goats, the Professor X, to Malcolm X's Magneto, Martin uh, Luther King, yeah. Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. And yeah, well, not not Martin Luther, like the guy who invented that religion, but Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. I can't with Darren, but basically Martin Luther, his birthday was yesterday, but it'll be celebrated, right? Yeah, his birthday was the fifteenth. Well, that was two days two ago. days ago from today, and his and we celebrate, we observe his day on Monday, the twenty so, first. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so enjoy that day off, celebrate it the right way. I'm be at work, but that's besides the point. I, mean, I should. Not, get, not I, I hope I get time and a half for that day. Right, so. That'd be nice. You're black. I should. Right? You you're black. You'd be like, yo, listen. My, my man's ain't die for this. I need time and a half. I mean, I don't know. I'll look in the in my handbook yeah, to see if I get that. Yeah, that. yeah. But definitely want to wish everybody, you know. You know, happy Martin Luther King Day and a happy weekend. Yeah. Stay safe out there if you live in the New York uh, metropolitan area or the tri-state area, like, you know, Pennsylvania, anything like that. It's just about to be really bad snow over the weekend. Yeah. Supposedly, you know. Yeah, we never know. And, uh, you know, have fun watching the games this weekend. And uh, watching the games on Martin Luther King Day. So, yeah, just, we out of here, bro. Well, it's Michelle Obama's birthday. Yo, what? Yo, it's Jim Carrey's birthday. Yeah. Michelle Obama's We're trying birthday. to end the pod, and this guy's talking about everybody's it, it's, birthday. It's, it's Dwayne Wade's birthday. It's Kid Rock. Kid Rock. about that. Uh, hold up, hold up. There's someone else. You said Betty White? Betty White. 97. Yo, Betty White is like the woman that, yo, she lives forever. All right. Knock yo, on wood. I'm done. Knock on wood. I'm done. Shout yeah. out Betty White and Dwayne yeah, Wade. We out of here.